0: your host. Hello and welcome to 2022 our second show for the new year and I'm very excited to tell you that our audience is growing already this year. Thank you so much for the great response you've had to the show last week on 6:20 a.m. 16:40 a.m. 93.5 fm And when you download us internationally on the many podcast outlets we are on, including, but not limited to, Apple and Google Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, the TalkLine Network, and of course, you can always find an episode on Cindy's Corner's website and reach out through our social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have a very huge show tonight, and it's a very special show. We are going to be featuring the issues of 2022. And probably the most important issue right now is safety and security on the southern border. And I am very fortunate enough to have met and become friends and become part of an organization called Trauma to Triumph. This organization is one of the leaders in educating and working directly with victims of human trafficking and sexual abuse. We have some of the leaders of the organization and one of the special guests of the gala they are hosting, former congressman and gubernatorial candidate in Texas and a friend to Cindy's Political Corner, and a personal friend of mine, Colonel Alan West. We have a huge show with a lot of details, so sit back, stay tuned, and learn all about what you can do to stop human trafficking and secure our border
1: selling a home can be expensive and stressful Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar stress-free and fast just ask Joseph M from Brooklyn Remax IQ made it easy no for sale sign I had offers in days I saved $10,000 in commission and I was in contract fast if you're thinking of selling Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience. Our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar, stress-free, and fast. To learn more, call 800-800-1372. That's 800-800-1372. We're not a discount broker. We're Remax IQ. Speak with a top agent today. 800-800-1372. That's 800-800-1372. Or visit RemaxIQ.com. Terms and Conditions apply. Visit www.remaxiq.com/disclaimer.
0: Welcome back to this very important episode of Cindy's Political Corner. I am your host, Cindy Gross, and joining us now is Bert Rutherford. He is the editor of Texas Wildlife and the owner of Rangeview Strategies, and he is a board member of Trauma to Triumph. He is a local political public figure in Texas, and he is at the forefront of one of the most important issues for 2022 elections on the local, state, and national levels, and that is our border security and the abuse of women and human trafficking. I cannot thank you enough for joining Cindy's Political Corner and for all of the work that you do on a daily basis. Thank you, Bert.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Well, obviously, this is a job for you and a career. Your career is around the wildlife, the beef businesses, the outdoors, the ranches, and you are a passionate board member of Trauma to Triumph. Tell us why.
2: Well, uh, I had been uh, praying for a good while, Cindy, um, uh, when we lived in Texas. Uh, I live now in Colorado, uh, but lived in Texas for 30 years and was very involved in, in my church there. Uh, and when we moved back to Colorado to be closer to family, uh, I, I just, I prayed, you know, here I am Lord, uh, use me, put me where you want me. Um, and, and I don't believe in coincidences, but, um, uh, so I had an opportunity to meet Monica Deller, the, uh, founder and CEO of Trauma to Triumph, um, completely unexpectedly and totally in a, in a different venue. Uh, and we just connected and, and I, I just felt that, that that was where I was supposed to be and God was leading me, uh, to that time and to that place and, and, and to this incredibly important issue.
0: Well, you brought up a very uh, important point that even though this is on the border and of course the mainstream media does not want to emphasize what's going on. This affects 50 states and you're in Colorado and you're still passionate about it because let's be realistic. At two o'clock in the morning, there are suddenly airplanes that are going into local airports with illegal immigrants when that's what they are. They are crossing our border illegally. And if we don't get a hold of this now and the work that you are doing our country's going to look very different and not very good
2: well you know people have been crossing the border from from mexico central america uh into the united states for year hundred years hundreds of years um and in the past they were generally people coming here looking for work looking for a better life uh that is still true to an extent but now uh many of the people who are crossing the border illegally uh are are not coming looking for a better life they're they're coming uh for uh, really very evil reasons uh human trafficking uh the drug trade uh any number of things that that are going to tear america down and and the border has really become a flashpoint uh I, I think in 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 our societal uh issues as well as our political issues certainly our political issues and and it, it is just uh it is just something that, that it's going on now and and it's out of control and so- and we need to stop it well,
0: since you are so involved in the outdoors and the beef industry and ranchers, one thing I found fascinating about your involvement is your involvement with uh, the belief in the work that you do with the victims to try to get them back into uh, somewhat of a normal life if possible. And you use ranches and you use um, the land, outdoors, the nature with dog therapy and horse therapy. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, you know, the, the specific focus of Trauma to Triumph is children. Uh, children being kidnapped and sold into the, into the sex, uh, trade, if you will. Uh, terribly traumatic on these innocent victims. Uh, we are now, uh, have a facility located, uh, trying to raise the money to purchase it with the end goal being a safe place where these kids can, be taken to right now, even if those kids are interdicted and saved, there's no place for them really to go to be healed. So that's, that's our objective, you know, and, and anyone who is traumatized to the extent that these, uh, poor children, uh, have been, uh, sometimes it's hard to open up to a, to another person, another human, but an animal, uh, a dog or a horse. Uh, that, that loves unconditionally. Uh, that can be the best therapy that, that a child can receive. And putting that child in a safe place, in a quiet place, uh, out of the hustle and bustle of the regular world, uh, and then providing that therapy, the, the, all of the different parts of healing the human body and the human soul, uh, that's where we want to be.
0: What are your personal goals for the gala that's coming up on February 12th?
2: Well, you know, the gala is a very public face for uh, Trauma to Triumph. Uh certainly it's a fundraising effort. Uh that's a very very important part of the gala, but but equally as important if not more so is simply the, the uh the opportunity to bring this this issue, the border issue, human trafficking issue um to the public you know a- as you said it's it's being ignored uh, and and this is our opportunity to bring it to the surface to tell people what's going on uh to to help them understand uh just really what is happening and and how uh, how horrific it is uh and so ultimately that's the long term goal
0: well your work with Range View Strategies is really um, working with the outdoors. You have an old school work ethic. And I think you bring that to your volunteering to this organization. Tell us a little bit about what you do with Range View, because it, oh, your work ethic there and your strategies in business overlaps with this nonprofit organization.
2: Well, yes, you know, I was, uh, uh, my father was a wildlife biologist, a research scientist, but also a, a child of the depression. So I was raised with, uh, with the work ethic, uh, of that generation, of the greatest generation. And, um, uh, and have always, that has always stayed with me. Uh, uh, so. He was a, a biologist, a, a gunsmith, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, so I grew up in the outdoors, uh, and we lived uh, out in the country, and so I also grew up uh, helping our neighbors uh, uh, with their cattle and their horses, and, and uh, just developed a tremendous love for the outdoors in all of its different uh, facets. Uh, my career has been as a as a writer uh an editor uh, on both sides the publication side as well as the public relations side uh most recently I was editor of uh, beef magazine and uh, the magazine was discontinued and uh, that gave me the opportunity to start a new adventure in my life which became rangeview strategies um and it's um it's a one person uh just a communications little company um have several clients, uh, uh, one of them now being editor of Texas Wildlife magazine, so uh, takes me back if only vicariously to my love for the great state of Texas um, and um, uh, and then had the opportunity to join with Monica uh, on trauma to triumph um, and and really feel that you know we all of us, need to be involved in something bigger than ourselves Um, and whatever you choose that to be whether that be politics whether that be what you might volunteer for and with um, but Trauma to Triumph allows me to be involved in something tremendously bigger than myself and I'm grateful for that.
0: You have on February 12th a very uh, diverse crowd of celebrity and politicians and Local leaders all uh, involved, whether or not they're on the committee or speaking. Who are you most interested or looking forward to uh, hearing from or meeting at the event?
2: Well, I'm really looking forward to meeting uh, Lieutenant Colonel Allen West. Uh, He's retired, Um, you know, a very strong conservative. Um, And um, uh, I've never met him uh and really know very little about him but when you read his bio you just think wow what a what a tremendous human being he is well,
0: i am very fortunate enough to call him a friend and he is truthfully one of the nicest smartest most hardworking passionate people you will ever meet so you are very fortunate that you have him in Texas. I mean Florida's loss was Texas gain, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then many other people, you know, a lot of uh of the health, both uh, physical and mental health uh specialists who have have uh, lent their talents to trauma to triumph. Um uh and then uh, Sheriff Brad Coe, who is sheriff of the of the county, Kidder County, uh and um uh, he is a retired, uh, border patrol, uh, agent now, now county sheriff. And, uh, if anyone knows firsthand, boots on the ground, uh, what truly the border is like and what truly is happening, it's Sheriff Co. And I'm really looking forward to visiting with him.
0: Well, he's going to be a guest on a future episode. And, uh, Bert, as we close and I'm thinking of everything and I'm thinking about the, human trafficking, and the the young people. You know, we hear uh, abuse and Me Too when we think of the headlines with the celebrities and the recent Maxwell trial, but the numbers, the actual facts about young, innocent children being the targets of rape and abuse are astounding, and the Democrats should be joining with independents and Republicans to fight this. This is a crime. Tell us a little bit about the numbers that you know about that tra- uh, trauma to triumph is doing the research on and working with, as opposed to ignoring.
2: Well, yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a crime of morality, and 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 so it transcends political beliefs, it transcends religious beliefs. Uh, you know, any decent moral human being. Uh, should be, uh, just aghast at, at, at what's going on if they knew. Uh, the horrificness of the crimes committed against these children is hard to wrap your brain around, but it is absolutely true. It is absolutely happening. And, and Trauma to Triumph, as well as other organizations are just involved deeply at the border. In the uh, effort to try to help stop it, if that is at all possible, but certainly to help the victims, uh, you know, every two minutes, uh, if I believe, um, you know, a, a child is is raped or otherwise taken advantage of. Um, you know, these children are being brought across the border; um, they have no identification. Uh, No birth certificate. Um, They are faceless, if you will, but absolutely not. Um,
0: 300,000 children are forced into prostitution and pornography annually. And a lot of that is happening from the border now. And children are used to harvest their body parts. Very few organizations are actually talking about this and doing the work that you're doing to um, get people aware of this. This is really key. And did you know $32 billion is spent in sex trafficking in this country? It's very right. scary.
2: And, and, and that's why the, uh, the Mexican cartels are, are behind, largely, uh, the, the human trafficking and the sex trafficking trade, um, because it's big money.
0: Um. Well, Bert Rutherford, the editor of Texas Wildlife, the owner of Rangeview Strategies, and one of the board members of Trauma to Triumph, Cindy's Political Corner, thanks you for all the work that you do every single day and for putting together such a wonderful gallery and to bring attention to such an important issue. And it is really key. For listeners around the world who want to make sure that the 2022 elections go the way to with elected officials that will actually work on this issue with uh, Trauma to Triumph. You have to get involved today. Thank you so much for joining Cindy's Political Corner.
2: Thank you for having me.
3: Hi, this is Donnie Most, and I always enjoy listening to Cindy's Celebrity Corner with Cindy Gross.
0: Welcome back to this very important, very special episode of Cindy's Political Corner, the issues of 2022. There is no bigger issue than what is going on on the southern border and human trafficking. And with us now is a real hero. A real hero. This woman has dedicated her life to saving women from all ages. And she has used her faith in God to help thousands build their lives back after they were raped and abused. I can't talk enough about Monica Della. She is the founder and CEO. Of trauma to triumph. And I want to thank her for extending an arm to me and letting me be just a little part of the organization because I believe in women empowering women. And what better way can we help each other than rebuilding someone who is broken? So first of all, thank you for all of the work you do. And thank you for your work with Trauma to Triumph, and welcome to the show,
4: Monica. Thanks so much, Cindy. She's a joy to my life since I met her. And she does more than a little (laughs) part. She does a huge part. So I'm very thankful that she's come into my life, our life. So tell
0: us about, we've been talking a lot about the gala coming up on February 12th. And the numbers of women that are abused, raped, the, the problems on the border with some of the most well-known authorities. But we want to know how you became the founder and CEO of such an important organization. Because it's very hard to start something like this.
4: Well, I come from abuse in my own life. I come from abuse from uh, my birth father who in later years before he passed on was a lay preacher and yet he abused us as kids. And of course that traumatized me and I had big issues about father. I couldn't even call God the father. I could, he could be my Messiah. He could be my Lord. He could be my, but he couldn't be my father because fathers hurt you. So. Many years later, I went to I went to the Lord and said, I didn't want that anger in me anymore. I, I wanted to be healed from all of that. And he was gracious, and I did get a healing from it. And that birthed in me the passion to help other people. Because back in the generation that I come from, there wasn't help. You didn't talk about it. For starters, you didn't talk about it. So I started with working with at-risk kids. Um, broken families, and then it started coming across my desk, um, these women that had actually had, because I'd written an article, and the response to that article was they started getting hold of me, and because their own kids had been trafficked, and they were feeling helpless, so I started researching into this human trafficking, and the more I researched, the more the passion grew, and it it has. It's it's become my life. I I I have this expression. I say, once you know about it, if you don't do something about it, you're just as guilty. So we all have to do some little bit, whatever it is, you know, even telling the next person, you know, about it. We need to educate. I, I was in an area, I'm not gonna name the area, a couple of years back, and I was asked to to meet this these people. It turned out these people were from the school board, superintendent, a school board, principal school board, etc. And they didn't know about uh, human trafficking to the level it was. And they didn't know that there was a film available through the attorney general. Texas attorney general has a film called Be the One. And that explains the things to look for. Um, For a person that's trafficked, if you're sitting at the light or if you're in a restaurant or if you're in a hotel or an airport or whatever, it tells how to look for those things. So through my own history and my own, that's what I don't know. I can't explain the passion other than God put it in me.
0: So throughout the show, we're giving uh, numbers and facts about what is going on, especially by the border. This is I'm saving for you. The first one that is the scariest to me, every two minutes, a child is sold for sex. And what is really scary is that we have a border crisis right now that is a joke to our vice president, that our president refuses to acknowledge, and that this whole idea of me too, and supporting women. And we just had headlines with sex trafficking with um, a guilty verdict for um, Maxwell. And here it is. You've been working on this in your local community for years. And yet we don't hear about the everyday woman, child, toddler being sexually abused and destroyed.
4: Part of my frustration, Cindy, is when we've done an event or we've done something and I reach out to the local media, like I'm not talking in the community I live in, but the bigger, bigger um, outlets, they don't even get back to you. Like, why isn't there the interest in the most heinous, horrific thing that could happen with the child from the moment they're stolen, because they're stolen, from the moment they're stolen, and then groomed and raped and drugged in into this heinous crime. And what you just said is that's the thing that keeps me going when I get tired or when I get frustrated or that every two minutes a child is being raped for sexual pleasure and greed. This is a multi-billion dollar industry.
0: So for the gala, and we've been discussing this and we're gonna keep discussing this throughout the show, this is actually a gala taking place right by the border, but people <laughs> nationally can get involved because they can donate. And the goal here is to buy a ranch and have a place built for long-term help and shelter for women to reestablish themselves physically, emotionally, um, independently, So tell us a little bit about the gala.
4: So the gala, of course, is the fundraiser. And and our goal for the funds is to purchase um, a ranch that we have done the due diligence on that would be absolutely perfect um, for this, um, where we can actually immediately start taking some rescued survivors in. Now, when I talk to law enforcement or Border Patrol I always ask, where do the kids go? Where do the kids, the women that are rescued? Well, there's. I'm told that there's nowhere, absolutely nowhere in the whole of the U.S. of A. like the program that we have. And the program we have is because it's a long-term residential program. And because I personally believe the whole person needs to be, I mean, you can't imagine what these, what these kids and, and people, and it's not just ladies, it's men too you know, and kids, babies, babies as young as six months, if you can wrap your head around that, wow. you know, that, that somebody would actually rape a six month old baby, you know, like, and, and a little child, like, I, I don't, I, it, it gives you nightmares. I mean, how, how can you even fathom somebody so evil that they would do that to a child? You
3: it, know? It's,
4: that, it's not. Yeah. So to me, it's, it's, it's it's a it's a, a multi-step it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's mental, it's physical and it's nutritional and I put together a task force team and we have um, some sheriff uh, a local mayor judge um, a doctor an awesome doctor uh, nurse and, and other team and and my idea on this is when we have this facility and we bring these rescued children people in we have you know how the politics works on any organization right you got to get this done before it can go here and before this department before that department so my thought my thoughts are we put this whole team together which we have so when uh, a victim comes in i like to call them survivors When they come in, they get all their needs addressed, whether it's immigration, whether it's medical, whether it's all at one time. So then we can move them into the program and start through the program to get their healing started.
0: So you are on the border and and that's a big part of the problem, being on the border with this human trafficking. Tell us what. Life is like, I mean, you've described to me how you you can't drive on the roads after certain hours. You can't go to local stores at certain times when you need food or a doctor's appointment. But people can't imagine it unless they live it. And tell us just what's going on, why this is such a critical uh event, why this is such a critical organization, and why people must reach out to their local, state, and national candidates for 2022 and make sure that this is a top priority when they vote in November.
4: Well, life on the border. I don't go anywhere without my guard dog inside my pickup, my handgun, and a shotgun. Those are my continued passengers. We've had um we've had people at the door. We've had as many as 14 of them out in the yard. We've come home and they're walking through the gate into the backyard and they said the first thing they say, no police yet, no police yet. Well, of course the first first people I call is law enforcement and border patrol. Um you go out on the on the roads and there's always either a bailout, a bailout is when Uh, They've been pulled over and all the illegals in it, they bail out and and they try and run and hide. Um, They've been uh, on this property, uh, a neighbor called and I had just come in the gate, actually, and they said 14 legals just jumped over the fence. Well, I called uh, one of my deputy sheriff friends and. They came over, but Border Patrol already had them. The helicopter was here. The dogs were here. I mean, that's life. I used to drive around on the ranch in, in our um, mule or warrior. Those are vehicles that are used around the ranch and not think anything of it. You know, you can go ride don't think anything of it. But now I think twice and I don't go without a gun and I don't go without my dog. And I don't go unless I have to go check on the cattle or do something specific. So it never used to be that way. And I was just talking to um, one of the deputies the other day, and there's a ranch down the road from us. And they said, they're being hammered, and we're next because of the the way the land lies and, and their route. What they're trying to do and what people need to get is these people don't want to stop at the border. Our little communities, that's not where they want to be. They want to be where you live. They want to be in the bigger cities. That's where the crime is. That's where the money is. That's where they don't want to stay. Where we are and the blue so state,
0: happy- and also the blue states, especially where they have bail reform and they have open borders and everything for free. So they are coming all over the country, and that is really, really key. What you just said, and that's why we need to support organizations like Trauma to Triumph. We need to support Monica and her work, and We need to make sure that elected officials know what is going on and use all of our social media and all of our contacts to get this story out. And not just a story. It's not a a fairy tale. This is real life. Monica Della, CEO and founder of Trauma to Triumph. The gala is on February 12th. And we're going to be doing a lot of work beforehand to make sure everybody knows that this is one of the top three issues of the 2022 elections. Thank you so much for joining Cindy's Political Corner
1: selling a home can be expensive and stressful Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar stress-free and fast just ask Joseph M from Brooklyn Remax IQ made it easy no for sale sign I had offers in days I saved $10,000 in commission and I was in contract fast if you're thinking of selling Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience. Our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar, stress free, and fast. To learn more, call 800-800-1372. That's 800-800-1372. We're not a discount broker. We're Remax IQ. Speak with a top agent today. 800-800-1372. That's 800-800-1372. Or visit RemaxIQ.com. Terms and conditions apply. Visit www.remaxiq.com slash disclaimer.
0: Welcome back to this very important episode of Cindy's Political Corner. Headline news on the border and our security and safety in 2022. And joining us today is really an American hero. He was an outspoken member of Congress. He's been the leader of a Republican Party in Texas. And now he is running as a gubernatorial candidate, Alan West. Thank you so much for joining Cindy's Political Corner.
3: Well, thanks so much for having me, Cindy, and Happy New Year to you and all the people in your audience.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Many of our members overlap with Jewish GOP, and we all agree that the best Zoom meeting we had in the two years we've been doing this is the meeting we had with you. Entertaining and informative. And politics can be entertaining, and you certainly make it that way. And no one needs to look further than your Instagram account than to see what a hands on uh, candidate you are dealing with issues every single day that not only affect your state, but all 50 states. So thank you so much for your service.
3: My pleasure.
0: Tell us what's going on on the campaign right now.
3: Well, uh, today we just finished having a press conference because we have some real issues down here with Operation Lone Star with our Texas Army National Guard. Uh, Since November, we have had four suicides, one attempted suicide and a uh, potential suicide that's under investigation right now. And so, you know, when we look at the fact that we rushed into a failure and sending all of these National Guard troops down there without a Clear mission, without a clear task and purpose, without clear rules of engagement. The cartels are firing across the Rio Grande River into Texas. Uh, I just had so many soldiers contacting me through back-channel methods, and I decided to have a press conference because we got to take care of our men and women in uniform. And right now, we're not doing that down on the border.
0: Well, you bring up the border, and you and I are involved in an event, February 12th, from the organization called From Trauma to Triumph. And coincidentally, you actually have on your social media uh, a fact about Texas. Did you know that the last major study on human and sex trafficking in Texas was completed in 2016? And it was by the University of Texas. And in those findings, they found that minor and youth sex trafficking cost Texans approximately $6.6 Well, we found out now that's way more because we we have been sharing the details throughout the show about what is going on with sex trafficking and uh, the abuse of the borders. And also more than 300,000 victims of human and sex trafficking are in Texas. So we are so happy to have you a part of the gala. Tell us exactly what all this, uh, I mean, means to you and your campaign and what you're finding out from your constituents.
3: Well, this month, January, is National Slavery and Human Trafficking Month. And I think it is absolutely horrific when you look at the state uh, of Texas, the Lone Star State which is the number one state in the United States of America for human and sex trafficking. I live here in Dallas County, just north of the city of Dallas. The top two cities in the country for sex trafficking is Houston and Dallas. And uh, Texas is number three in the country for missing children. So we have a big problem here, and it's tied back to a very porous border that we are allowing this human trafficking phenomenon, this scourge to uh, exacerbate and continue to, to, to grow. The cartels are making between 25 and $30 million a week on just human trafficking, not the drug trafficking, and of course not the sex trafficking, but just the human trafficking. And we're starting to see the effects of that You just had airplanes land up there in Westchester County, New York, not too long ago that uh, took off here from Texas with illegal immigrant minor children. We have now found out that there have been about five or six different flights that have landed at Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Pennsylvania Airport, middle of the night. They uh, have had uh, airplanes landing in Tennessee and in Florida. And so basically we have a government, our the Biden administration, and to a, a certain extent, our own uh, state uh, government here under Governor Abbott that is aiding and abetting human and sex trafficking because they're not doing anything to shut it down.
0: And people ask me, how am I a New York Jewish activist so involved in this? It's because I realize exactly what you just said. If we don't control the boredom now then we don't know how fast it's coming to all 50 states. And then we yeah. can really kiss our country goodbye. It's bad enough what's going on, but we don't have to have any additional problems. So we are really happy to have you on board with this uh, gala and event and to help us uh, build a ranch where uh, victims can actually be rehabilitated mm-hmm. more physically, emotionally uh, become independent And feel good about themselves. Tell us what are some of the other major issues that you are finding uh, your constituents and even people around the uh, country. You are a national figure. You're very outspoken. Uh, What are you finding are the major issues for 2022?
3: It's the freedom issue. Uh, and when I talk about freedom issue, it's about understanding the right relationship between the individual citizen and the institution of government. And we have to come to realize that edicts, orders, mandates, and decrees are not the way that you govern people. That's how you rule over people. And when you read our Declaration of Independence, it's supposed to be about the consent of the governed. That's why governments were established to make sure that they are protecting our inalienable rights of life, liberty, property, the pursuit of happiness. So I think it comes down to a freedom issue. And what am I talking about with the freedom issue? One of the things with the border, uh, the fact that we have this you know highest level of drug overdoses in this country that we have ever seen over 100,000 uh, last year lost their lives to drug overdoses, mainly because of fentanyl. That's a freedom issue because we're watching our young people lose their lives. It's also a freedom issue when you talk about a medical freedom. The fact that we have seen 2.5, 2.6 million illegals come into this country, that's an unheard of number, but yet no one is mandating that they have to get a jab in their arm, but yet people are mandating that everyday citizens uh, cannot go into restaurants. I mean, one of the things that happened to me recently when I was up there with you all in New York City was that I had a diner. They told me that I couldn't come in and sit down and have uh, some breakfast because I didn't have a vaccine card. Well, I never thought that I would live in a country where I'd have to show papers in order to sit down and and have a meal. But that's happened. And so the medical freedom issue is is greatly important. And I think the other thing is the educational freedom issue. And we saw that play out in Virginia when Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat uh, candidate there, said that parents don't have a right And deciding what their children are being taught. And I believe without a doubt, education became a preeminent issue in Virginia. And that's why after one year, when Joe Biden won Virginia by 10 percentage points, they end up losing Virginia by about three percentage points. So I think it is our personal individual freedom, our medical freedom, our educational freedom. Those are things that I'm hearing from everyone, because the relationship between the individual and the institution of government has gotten off track, off balance. Because now there are people in the institution of government, Republican or Democrat, doesn't matter, but they believe that government rules over people and is not there to govern over people.
0: So you're running in a primary, and that's the other big trend I'm hearing around the country. People want primaries. They want their voices heard. They don't want to have to vote for the people that the state chairs or the county chairs And you were a state chair. So this is very interesting. Tell us uh, why this is so important to you and what kind of response you're getting towards your campaign.
3: Sure. Well, I will tell you that as the former chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, it wasn't about me going out and trying to handpick candidates. It was about making sure that people were aware of the issues and they were educated on those issues and they were able to go out and vet the candidates that would be good, strong constitutional conservatives that would stand up and do the fight and the battle for them in the halls of uh, government. And so I think that that is what you see happening all across the country, where if you're an incumbent, people are really scrutinizing your voting record. And they're looking at uh, some of the decisions, the choices that you made. uh, Where did you stand on some of these issues? They want to see you come out and speak to them. And that's been one of the big uh, surprises here in that we have a sitting governor, Governor Greg Abbott, that has not come out to any candidate forums or anything whatsoever. And I think that's a little bit disrespectful and dismissive of people that now, as Marcus Tullius Cicero, the great Roman statesman once called it, the arrogance of officialdom, where you now have a political elite class and they believe that they're supposed to be in that position. They're supposed to be able to rule over us and lord over us as subjects and serfs. So I see a real big shift uh, in what is going on out there. And I think that, uh, again, going back to Virginia, There were people that were activated that had never been part of the political process before, and they came out because they were told that they couldn't make a decision about what their children are being taught. So those uh, kitchen table issues are really starting to affect the politicians that have uh, gone forth and believe that they're not touchable.
0: And what's also nice is that you're doing it in a state that everybody says is going to turn blue and and (sighs) it's changing. And all I keep hearing from Texans is that it's going more red. No one wants any of these progressive socialist policies. What are you seeing on the ground?
3: Well, without a doubt, my concern is that progressive socialists have come into Texas just the same as they have done in a lot of red states, and they take over the major urban population centers. But that's where you see the greatest amount of failure of the policies of the progressive socialist left. So it's very incumbent upon us as constitutional conservatives to get out of our comfort zones and engage with the minority communities, the Hispanic community, the Black community, the Asian communities, <clears throat> excuse me, and get them to understand that their principles and their values align with what is there in the Constitution. The the individual, uh, strong families, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little tickle in my throat, strong families, the fact that they want to see better education opportunities, better economic opportunities, and that's the message that we have to send forward.
0: Well, as a Jew... Uh, and someone who is active in politics and aware of your history I want to personally thank you and I want the world to know what a strong supporter of Israel you were as a congressman and how you've continued to be and I know that religion and re- religious freedom is something that is important to you as well and I'm finding a lot of people talking about family values in ways I haven't seen in years are you finding that as well?
3: Yes, yes, we are, and it was very interesting. We had the uh, heartbeat law that was passed this last legislative session, and a lot of people thought that it would not uh, be able to go forward, it would get challenged, it would get struck down. There are many people that have stood up and said, this is barbaric. If we're going to try to be a civil society, but yet we want to murder babies in the womb after a heartbeat has been detected. So the progressive socialists left are finding themselves on the wrong side of that issue. You talk about the uh, the marriage issue. One of the big things that has affected the black community is the lack of fathers in the home. Only 24% of uh, young black boys and girls have mothers and fathers in the home. And then you look and see what is happening in those inner city communities, unlike when I grew up and I had my mom and dad in the home and many of my friends did. So I think that we're starting to get back to those fundamental issues and that is a main reason while we saw the Hispanic community flip and come to the uh, conservatives and, and uh, vote for Republicans in this last 2020 election. And that has really caused a lot of heartache and concern for the Democrats.
0: I see that happening with especially <clears throat> a lot of Black men in, uh, coming to the Republican Party as well. And I also have to say, you talk about growing up with parents, I, your social media, your stories, whatever you share, you are a doting husband. Father, grandfather, and you represent everything you want to represent. And that's why, Alan West, we support you in your campaign to be. Will you be the first black Republican governor when elected?
3: Uh, yes, I would be. So uh, it's historic. That's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, I don't want to get caught up in the identity politics and the historic moment because we went down that path in 2008 with a guy by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, and it didn't work out very well for eight years. I just want to be able to be a good governor. But yeah, it uh, in 2022, the, for the first time, uh, the Republicans could have an elected uh, black man as, as a governor in the, in the United States of America. And it should not have taken that long. Because when I think about the history of the Republican Party of Texas that was founded on Independence Day of 1867, by 150 black men in Houston, Texas. And so this really is the party of Lincoln, the party of freedom, the party that said that we would break the shackles of physical enslavement so that people could live the American dream. And what we want to fight against now is the shackles of economic enslavement or this cultural Marxism that is trying to get people to believe that because of the color of their skin, they're a victim. Everybody in America has the opportunity to be a victor. We just got to get them on the path to being such.
0: Well, we cannot thank you enough. Where can our listeners reach out to donate to your campaign? And if they're in Texas, come to volunteer.
3: Sure. It is West, the number four, Texas.com, West for texas.com and please we'd love to see you come down here and you know get a little bit of barbecue and all the great texas hospitality have a little pecan pie so hopefully cindy i'll see you down here pretty soon
0: well hopefully you'll see me on the 12th at the trauma to triumph gala thank you so much alan west candidate for governor in texas but a representative for every american
3: thank you cindy
0: thank you
1: selling a home can be expensive and stressful Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar stress-free and fast just ask Joseph M from Brooklyn Remax IQ made it easy no for sale sign I had offers in days I saved $10,000 in commission and I was in contract fast if you're thinking of selling Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience. Our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar, stress free, and fast. To learn more, call 800 800 1372. That's 800 800 1372. We're not a discount broker. We're Remax IQ. Speak with a top agent today. 800 800 1372. That's 800 800 1372. Or visit remaxiq.com. Conditions apply. Visit www.REMAXIQ.com disclaimer.
0: Welcome back to Cindy's Celebrity Corner. I am your host, Cindy Gross. And just like that, the hour flew by. I promised you great guest, great conversation, and lots of information to think about. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please let me know what you think. You can reach out to me through my website, Cindy's Corners, and email me through there. Or you can reach me and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Never miss an episode. Download it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Jewish Podcast, and you can also listen to us through the TalkLine Radio Networks. Thank you for joining Cindy Celebrity Corner where all our angles and points meet and where you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy the celebrity corner. Thank you and have a good night.